You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad. And uh, 1st of February is actually New Year's Day in the Celtic in the Celtic calendar. Um, La Fela Brida. And it is now a national holiday in Ireland and designated by the government. And a lot more emphasis is being placed on the celebrations around St. Bridget. And, uh, you know, we traditionally recognize Patrick's Day around the world and great efforts are now happening to raise, as I said, the awareness of how important St. Bridget was and it's the 1500th anniversary of uh, Bridget. And SALT is an artist-led collective and uh, there will be exhibitions from Saturday the 27th of January running through and it is uh, the Bridget unfolding and Pamela De Vries is here with me and a collective of artists first of all tell me about SALT Okay, well, SALT is a group of nine artists that came together during the pandemic in uh, 2020. And the idea was to kind of encourage each other to keep working and keep um, interacting with each other. And so we we formed this collective and worked through Zoom. Uh, we were all working at home on, on our own work. And we decided that if this ever ended, that we would actually do a few things together. So the first thing we did was an exhibition in um, a place in Nice, in Grove Gallery. We're all, by the way, we're all um, Kildare-based artists or from Kildare. And the artists consist of um, Eleanor Swan, who's a ceramic artist, um, Mary McGrath, who's a conservationist and a painter and printmaker, uh, Anne McKenna, who's a painter and sculptor, um, Sylvia Hemingway is a painter and printmaker, Lisa Kavna is a painter, Leah Lambach is a painter and sculptor. She's actually from Holland, but she lives in Kildare. And um, Margaret Becker is a printmaker, founder of Leinster Printmaking Studio and a stained glass artist. Um, Brian, Brian O'Loughlin is a bog sculptor artist. And um, I think that's us and myself. I'm a multimedia artist. That's nine of us, I hope. <laughs> I yeah, hope I'm not anyone else. And as you identified, Pamela, very much it's the visual arts we're talking about here. They're visual arts, yeah. They're visual arts. And um, yes, and so we worked away. We actually did a major project in in 2022 um, in collaboration with Newbridge Local History Group. Um, that date was the 100th commemoration, year commemoration of the withdrawal of the British troops from Newbridge in uh, 1922. So to commemorate that event or to mark it, um, we did, all of us artists responded to the history at the time and especially the newspaper cuttings, which were provided for us by the Newbridge Local History Group. So it was a very successful exhibition that opened in the only surviving building in Newbridge, um, belonging to the British Army. And then we transferred it to the Phoenix Park and hundreds of people came to see it and it was very, it was lovely. And we actually produced a beautiful um, limited edition 
print uh, um, book to go with it. So it's very informative. Then uh, last year, we applied to um, Bridge of 1500 to see if we could organise a an exhibition for Kildare Town. And we received funding, a certain amount of funding for that. Not nearly as much as we needed, however. Um, what The idea of the exhibition was to have an open-air exhibition in Kildare Town. When I say open-air, it's not really open-air in that it's... Uh, the businesses we 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 um, went around to all the businesses and asked them would they be interested in collaborating with us and we actually asked them would they give us would they lend us their shop windows uh, to display the work because like the philosophy of salt artists is really to bring art to everyone. So not just having to go into a gallery and look at it. We want people just to be able to access art morning, noon and night. And the idea of uh, the gallery in Kildare Town, in the shop windows, where the businesses will leave the illuminations on at night time. And um, it kind of is transformed into an open air. That's the way we see it. And so will I continue? Yes, indeed. And do. Okay, so we had uh, an open call last May uh, to national and international artists. uh, And at the end of May, we provided a, 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 we provided um, information sessions which people could come to here in Kildare Library. And we also put the sessions online and we also gave everybody a list of references that they could look up about Bridget. And the idea was to everybody, because Bridget is different to everybody. They all have their own interpretation of it. Some people think she was a goddess. Some people think she was a saint. Some people don't even believe she was a saint. So you've got so many different um, interpretations. And one of the one of the wonderful people to talk about Bridget is um, Neve Witcherly, who's going to be opening our or launching our exhibition next week. Neve Witcherly is medieval historian in Maynooth University and she her like I'm not actually paraphrasing her, but the one thing that I really took from her talks are that well Bridges how do they know Bridget existed because there were writings about him. How do they know Brid- um, Sorry, Patrick existed because there were writings. Bridget, there were also writings. It's just probably not as many, but she did exist and uh, she did. She was a wonderful uh, person, uh, multi-talented. Uh, at one stage she was inadvertently baptised or consecrated as a bishop and uh, she had lots of people coming, loads of bishops coming to her conferences. But I won't go into her whole historical end of it because I'm not an expert on it. So as artists, I we asked everybody to respond to their idea of bridges and their research on bridges. So we had over 200 applications from all over the world. And the countries that they came from were very interesting because she's obviously an international artist. Uh, we just to give you an idea, there were places where we had Ireland and England, but we also had Wales, France, Germany, Italy, Poland, Ethiopia, Australia, Japan, Canada, USA, New Zealand, as well as uh, Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland. So, like, it really was spectacular the amount of uh, 
responses. Unfortunately, we had to whittle them all down and we chose 50 pieces uh, with the help of a curator from IMA and a curate and a, a member of the Kildare County Council Art Service. And they helped us choose uh, 50 pieces. Um, and then the sold artists themselves have a piece in each. So that's, in actual fact, it's a little bit more than 50, than 60 pieces, because what happened is one of the artists was, was uh, involved with two schools in Kildare and the students, pupils from those schools have also produced work and they're being shown alongside the artists, the professional artists work. So um, the last few days, all this week, we've been here every day putting up um, putting up the pieces. Even the businesses actually don't even know what they've got. They've given us an empty window and we've put stuff into it. Then when we got the windows, what we did was we um, just covered all the pieces. So everything is covered. So nobody can see anything until the launch on Saturday at four o'clock. So as I said, Neve Witcherly will be launching it. Um, fascinating on so many levels. A few years ago, I had the opportunity of walking on the Vertigo Project uh, Trail in Dungarvan, where um, artist Jean Curran had approached the businesses uh, because during COVID, so many businesses were struggling and the chap doors were closed. Of course, yeah. And uh, it brought to life, and it was a wonderful way of uh, being able, as you say, to view art and to do it um, in a casual relaxed way and in an unexpected way because yeah. you're walking down the street and these things are jumping out at you, yeah. which is yeah. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and, so this uh, is our invitation here. I don't know if you can see it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And um, what's also nice about it is that we have a catalogue that uh, we've a limited edition catalogue that we've just got hot off the press today, right, right. and it has all of the information um, oh, about. It. It's a beautiful piece, and um, they 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 have an it has an introduction from uh, Neve Richley and an introduction from Mario Corrigan, who actually was a driver of. Um, Bridge of 1500 Festival initially and he's written a piece and he's also written a poem and Mario's terrific, he's an historian in Kildare. And um, other other pieces then, I don't know, you can probably look through the book. So we've worked on this uh, and when we saw the book we were really um, bowled over by it and we thought we can't give this out for nothing. Uh-huh. But at the same time, we personally don't want to make money out of this. And because of the whole um, idea of Bridget is like this piece, and I'm sure if you were talking to Solis Regia yesterday, we were talking about the pause for peace. And we're also very upset with what's going on in the world at the moment. So we've decided to ask people for a donation of a minimum five euro towards each of the catalogues and all of the money will be sent to Medicines on Frontier, which is a, as you probably know, it's a non-political organisation that will treat just people that are sick and dying. And we kind of feel a little bit um, more relieved about that, that we're doing something to help as well. Um, You can shatter an illusion for me here, Pamela. Uh, The perception might be that artists tend to work alone because you'll often see an artist sitting with their easel be it out in a lonely spot uh, quietly working away or you have this perception that artists are sitting in their studio working away 
And you mentioned how during COVID that you formed this uh, collective and in order to encourage each other, support each other through a difficult time. Um, and I have a sister-in-law who lives in Carrick and Shannon. She goes to art down in Grange, County Sligo. And I know that she um, works with other artists. But artists are very much a collaborative breed. Was sometimes. That- yeah, sometimes. But you need other people. Like You just can't work on your own because how else are you going to get your work out there, your ideas across? There are plenty of, um, there are a lot of collectives around um there's organizations like all of the print studios for example have their own um groups of artists and but it is unless an artist has very well established practice they really are much better working on their own but you can all are much better working with other people it's not that you're working with other people necessarily um, you are, can, like there's a lot of people that collaborate on one project, but it's just support for each other, like asking people what you think. Uh, I know with our collective, very often somebody would be working on a painting or something and then they'd send, uh, send it to one of us and say, what do you think? Do you think we should do this or should do that? And I do it myself with my own um, my own work. There are people I write or send stuff to and say, like, you just need reassurance and some kind of... Um, some kind of affirmation, I suppose, pure affirmation more than anything. The other um, thing that struck me, of course, is because St. Bridget is such an integral part of Irish culture, there is a wealth of opportunity from a creative perspective to draw on. Um, So the variety that can be achieved uh, and in so far as that a collective can tap into different facets it allows for everyone's individuality and at the same time drawing back on a tremendous history yeah like this exhibition in um actually uh includes paintings ceramics photography film sculpture animation printmaking stitching felting weaving digital art stained glass drawing embroidery mosaic mixed media boutique and textile works Maybe all of them, those are the submissions that we got and we've taken a huge selection of of those media. So we have a lot of uh, representations of each of those media in the, and it's fascinating to see different people's interpretation and um, response to it all. And they've honed in on it a particular element and it's really, you know, it's really interesting to see what other people are going to come up with. Pamela, one of the challenges for people on this side, the Atlantic or uh, anywhere else, is that while you have the exhibition running, it's wonderful that it's there within a time frame. How long will the exhibition run for? And uh, is there okay, a possibility? So launch yeah, I'll tell you now. The, fourth, uh, the 4 p.m. on Saturday is the launch in the square, in the market square in Kildare Town. And, and then the Work will be on view every day, every night, from uh, then until the 18th of February. Sunday the 18th, we'll probably take it down on Monday the 19th. Then the work will be on our website after that, for uh, so anyone can look at it. So, And we'll probably put the catalogue on the website as well, at, uh, um, so that people can look at And uh, yeah, that's... And of course, I, I imagine that all the pieces that 
are on exhibition and in the catalogue will be available should somebody fall in love and want to buy one of them? They are for sale, yeah. Um, they are for sale, of course. Uh, that's how we make a living. <laughs> so we have to actually, yeah. But um, no, when you- yeah, when you talk in those terms, you know, those um, of us who would have had, and I don't don't take me wrong, had a regular lifestyle where there was a salary every month. Being an artist is a different uh, environment to have to work and live in. The, uh, the, it's very true. There's very few artists that can survive on what they make from uh, their art. It's a struggle all the time. There's supports for artists nowadays in Ireland that well the Irish government are piloting a scheme and um, they're offering a certain amount of a salary to artists but this is only in its infancy and anyone who's part of that pilot scheme it was just a lottery whoever got chosen basically um, the other thing is that in every county and um, and also with support of the Arts Council, there's a certain amount allocated, but there's never enough to go around. So a lot of artists have to do other kind of work, like some artists work in schools um, with children, in libraries and so on to make a living. Um, I'm in the happy position that I actually taught before I actually went full time. And so I, I sort of don't. Anyway, I don't really need an awful lot of money, enough to cover my framing and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, you kind of artists aren't actually high maintenance usually. <laughs> Pamela, if anyone wants to find you, uh, your website, if you want to give us the details and then also the details for the SALT website. Okay, so the salt artists are just saltartists.com and my own is pameladebris.com. Pamela, it's been a real pleasure meeting you. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, I would, I'm I'm only sorry that I won't be able to walk the streets of of Kildare and see the exhibition in the windows. As I say, I thoroughly enjoyed it when I was down in Dungarvan and seeing the Vertigo exhibition down there. Uh, yeah, and it's right. a wonderful way to display art. But uh, right. thank, yeah. thank, thank yeah. you so much for your time. And thank you. Thank you very much.